Just like Travis Kelsey, I'll hit an elderly man. I don't give a fuck. It's the I Can't Complain podcast. If I ask you things, I, I can't complain. 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 Who's going to complain? Huh? Him? I'm going to sit here and complain. Welcome to the show. My name is John. The American lifestyle was never meant to be exported. They can't handle this shit. They don't want this shit. Well, I hope you enjoyed the Taylor Bowl last night, proudly brought to you by American Capitalism. They haven't released the TV ratings yet, but I'll go out on a limb and I'll predict the highest international viewership ever in the history of the Super Bowl because Taylor Swift was there and Taylor Swift's international. And you might say, John, that sounds like it's good for the NFL. I know the NFL wants to grow the game. I know they're thinking about expanding overseas, possibly putting a team in London. And you're saying to yourself, everything the NFL touches turns to gold. So how the hell did the Super Bowl broadcast last night alienate international viewers? I'll tell you how. It's a simple answer. It's the commercials, guys. Yep, it's these damn commercials. The international viewing audience is not accustomed to having a barrage of commercials flung at them like that. They haven't been indoctrinated to the American capitalism system in a way where they won't be overwhelmed. The average American, let's be honest, we were raised in this system. We're used to it. Your typical American, they see a commercial for McDonald's followed by a commercial for Burger King, and the only logical conclusion they can come up with is, well, I gotta buy both. I gotta go out and I gotta get a Whopper and a Big Mac right now because the TV told me to do it. For the international viewer, however, this is a totally different experience. They're not indoctrinated in American capitalism, so they think they have to choose. They see the McDonald's commercial followed by the Burger King commercial, and they can no longer concentrate on the game. They said, oh, I can't even pay attention to Taylor Swift. I have to choose whether I want a Whopper or a Big Mac tonight. They don't realize they can just buy both. That's what Americans do. They rush out and they buy everything they see on TV. The international viewer, though, if they were watching the Super Bowl, they don't understand our gluttony. They're not on our level, guys. The average international viewer, they can't handle our advertising. They think they can handle it, but they can't. They tuned into the Super Bowl and they got halfway through the first quarter. They said, I've watched 30 commercials and nobody's scored yet. I've got better things to do. Some people watching the game last night, they said, I don't know how they sit through all these commercials. I don't get it. The way we sit through those commercials is we eat. We eat every commercial break until we're too fat to move. We can't even reach the remote. And at that point, the NFL knows we won't change the channel. But I have no doubt in my mind that viewers around the world, their minds were blown last night when Coke commercials were followed by Pepsi commercials, followed by McDonald's commercials, followed by Burger King commercials. And they said to themselves, I don't know how much more of this I can handle. I don't know if I want the American experience. I don't know if I can handle it. Last week, I told you that McDonald's in the Middle East, their sales are down and they blame the war. This week, I found another news story. Taco Bell and KFC, the company behind them, blames poor sales on the Middle East conflict. It turns out selling milkshakes and hamburgers in a war zone ain't all it's cracked up to be. Now, I could have told them they needed to put bulletproof glass on the self-ordering kiosk, but they didn't ask me. They didn't ask for my help. Yum Brands CEO, Yum Brands, they used to own Long John Silvers. We know a little bit about Long John Silvers, guys. Yum Brands CEO David Gibbs said during a call with investors Wednesday that top-line sales were impacted by the conflict in the Middle East region with varying degrees of impact across markets in the Middle East. The Yum! Brands portfolio includes Taco Bell and KFC. Am I concerned? You're damn right I'm concerned. I've been concerned. We've given these people the best we have. All we have are Baja Blast and the secret blend of herbs and spices, and it's still not enough for them. 
You'd think just one person would say, yeah, you've destroyed my country. Thank you for destroying my country and building a KFC. Now my son has the opportunity to work at KFC the rest of his life making $7 an hour. We have carafes full of Baja Blast at home. I'm enjoying my KFC and I've never been happier in my life, but that's not what's happening. And really, if you're not committed enough to throw on your bulletproof vest to enjoy the Colonel's chicken, then what are we even talking about here? You ain't about that life. You ain't about that life like we're about that life. We're about that fast food life. Here in the States, we got parents with kids fatter than you could believe. Their doctors say, well, your kid's got high cholesterol. The last thing that your kid needs is any form of fast food anytime in the future. And what do you do? You leave the doctors and the first place you stop is McDonald's for a Happy Meal with some chicken nuggets because that's the only thing that's going to shut that little bastard up. We're about that shit. We live that life. We have parents willing to sacrifice their firstborn to Ronald McDonald for a taste of Americana. So if they're not willing to support these restaurants in the Middle East, I said it last week and I'll say it again. Unfortunately, we got to send the troops back. You're going back. The only people that'll eat this shit are Americans, and evidently tourism in the Middle East is down, so the only way that we're going to concentrate enough Americans around these fast food restaurants to prop them up and keep them in business, we're sending the troops back. And I can hear the soldiers that listen to this program now. You're saying, I've done two tours. I don't want to go back. It's hot as hell there. Please don't make me go back. What if I told you those coupon booklets for the free Junior Frosties that they normally give out around Halloween? We're giving those to all the soldiers. I want 200,000 soldiers stationed in Baghdad by tomorrow morning. There's going to be a McDonald's breakfast rush in Kandahar, the likes of which they haven't seen in at least 15 years. I'm calling for General Petraeus. Yes, General Petraeus and Colin Powell to be brought back. I want them on the ground in Iraq to organize the breakfast rush tomorrow morning. If we have to start World War III to get this plan going, that's, I mean, it's, that's the cost of doing business. It's the war to save the hamburgers. And I know that sounds extreme, but do you really want to live in a world where you go on vacation to Afghanistan and you can't even score a double quarter pounder with cheese? You just got families coming back from vacation and they're like, oh yeah, it was, it was fun. I mean, it was good in Afghanistan. It was cool and all, but all the McDonald's are closed there now. We didn't know what to eat. We used to be able to navigate through Baghdad just according to where the Golden Arches were, but we can't do that anymore. Really, though, I can't blame the locals for not eating it. The American experience was never meant to be exported. Meanwhile, back at home, we've got a president. Joe Biden's hoping for an endorsement from Taylor Swift. Evidently, a Taylor Swift endorsement could swing Florida and change the election and possibly the course of this country. Oh, we're fucked. I mean, I love Taylor Swift as much as the next guy, but we're fucked. I mean, you think it's going to happen gradually, but it's going to shit fast out here. We've got a 90-year-old man in charge of the free world begging for approval from a 35-year-old broad. Just because she's dating a football player doesn't mean you have to beg for her approval, Joe. Just cut out the middleman. Joe Biden should cut out the middleman, and he should just date a football player. Drop an album and put a ring on a quarterback's finger, and then we'll talk. I can see it now. Joe sings the oldies and takes it in the to swing the Florida vote. It's wild, though. The world was exposed to a little taste of Americana last night, and I don't think they enjoyed it very much. And look, I don't enjoy it any more than you guys either. America's a real shithole sometimes. And sometimes people say, if you don't like it, leave. Where am I supposed to go? Who's going to take me? Really, who's going to take me? Nobody wants me. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. 
Friends, it's John here for Pure Russian Rainwater. Ah, yes, Pure Russian Rainwater. Friends, it's time to soothe those Super Bowl hangovers with the original small batch Pure Russian Rainwater. Usually, football teams will consume Gatorade during the Super Bowl, but this year, prior to kickoff, both head coaches contacted Mr. Rainwater, and they said, we ain't drinking Gatorade anymore. We want Pure Russian Rainwater on the sidelines. Mr. Rainwater says if it's good enough for NFL players, goddammit, it should be good enough for you. And remember, pick up a bottle of Kremlin's Choice Barbecue Sauce today, so you'll have it for next Super Bowl. I swear, it is hot as hell in here right now. I feel like I'm recording on the surface of the sun. Jessica, turn on the air conditioning. It's hot as shit in here. Dinner's ready. Hot off the burn barrel. No wonder it's so hot in here. You're cooking on the burn barrel again. What'd you make me this time? I got a corn dog platter for you. You got a corn dog platter for me. Fabulous. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you for my corn. This isn't a corn dog platter. No, it's a TV dinner. I heated it up on the burn barrel for you. Thank you. I'll eat it after the show. I don't have time to eat it right now. We got to get you a microwave or something, though. You live like a hobo. Here's a nice cold pure Russian rainwater to wash it down with. Thank you, Jessica. Why are you laughing at that? Oh, I just get a kick out of pure Russian rainwater. It's funny. I'll be honest with you, Jessica, I don't really know who you are or where you came from, but it's very clear to me at this point you're not going to leave, so thank you for making me dinner. Worst part about being single, guys, is you have to feed yourself every goddamn day. It's so annoying. It really is. It's a chore. Some days I wake up and I realize I have no food in the house and I have to go to the grocery store again and I just feel like ending it all. I feel like it would be easier just to check out than to make one more dinner for myself. Can I interest you in a Russian mail-order bride? No, I don't want a Russian mail-order bride, Jessica. What if she cooks? If she cooks, I'll consider it. Honestly, I will. I need someone to cook for me because I'm tired of cooking for myself. Check out this Russian mail-order bride catalog. You're going to like this. Some of them got double Ds and they can cook. Oh, that looks great. They all look great. I don't even care if they have double Ds or not. Just order one of them. I need someone here to cook for me. I can't do it anymore. I thought you liked to cook. I do like to cook. I like to cook, but it's just too much. It's every damn day. I have to feed myself every day. They tell me, John, you're an adult. You have to bathe every day and you have to feed yourself every day. I said, I don't want to do this. I really don't. I'll take anybody at this point. If you can cook, I'll take you. I don't care what you look like. I really don't. I don't care if we don't get along. I don't care if you have the personality of a rock. I don't care. I don't care if I have to pay for you even. I'll pay for a Russian mail-order bride. Fuck it. Probably still cheaper than eating fast food every night. Wow, this sounds like a mental breakdown. You sound desperate. I am desperate, Jessica. I'll take anybody. I'll even take that woman we watched it on the show here a long time. You remember that 600-pound woman that was frying chicken in bed? I would love to have her stay over for a week. Just cook me chicken in bed. It's all I want. You'd have to sleep on the couch due to her substantial girth. I would have to sleep on the couch, but I don't even care. I'll sleep on the couch. If any woman wants to show up at my place and live in my bed by themselves and fry chicken for me, have at it. Because I'm tired of cooking for myself. Fuck me. They should have put that woman in some of those commercials for the mattresses. You know how they put like a champagne glass on the mattress and then somebody jumps on it to show that it won't fall over? Well, they should have given that woman a commercial. Put a vat of hot grease where she's frying chicken next to her in bed and have some kids jump on it. And if she doesn't burn herself, I'm sure shit buying her mattress. Hey, at least you only have to feed yourself. At least you don't have to feed any kids. You're damn right about that. At least I don't have to feed any kids. I saw a baby at the Super Bowl last night. 
I did a double take. I said, you wasted a ticket on a kid? It used to be parents had enough sense these loud, raucous environments. You don't bring a baby to that. Parents knew better. But in a way, I respect it. I respect them taking a kid to the Super Bowl because a lot of parents won't take their kids anywhere now because a lot of the kids have convinced their parents that they have sensory processing disorder or whatever the hell you want to call it. It's where the environment's too loud and the kids can't handle it. That's right, we've got some real sensitive bastards running around out here. This isn't anything new. This has existed for generations. It used to be the parents just didn't give a shit. I'll go as far as to say in the 90s when I was growing up, I never met one parent that gave a shit about their kid. Not at all. They didn't care, and we knew they didn't care. Jimmy's dad, we knew he'd rather be at Hooters, pounding some wings and some beers, than home with his little bastard kids, and we didn't have a problem with it. It used to be the parents just didn't care. They'd take you to Chuck E. Cheese, and they'd sit you next to the animatronics that blared shitty loud rock music, and if you cried, they didn't care. You were welcome to get up and leave, but they weren't going with you. They were staying for the show. Best case scenario in the 90s, they gave you some change, and they said, good luck getting a taxi home. We'll see if you make it there. All the parents were dragging their kids to Jurassic Park, And you were welcome to leave early if you wanted to, but they weren't going to leave with you. They weren't going to miss the scenes with Jeff Goldblum, and they didn't care how loud the shit was. And I know I'm showing my age. I sound old here talking about the 90s like this. All I'm saying is kids used to be born without arms, and they were in high demand because they could slide down the chimney's head first. I'm talking about putting these kids to work as chimney sweeps, goddammit. And now the kids can't even go to see a show without crying because the shit's too loud. It used to be we shoved them down in chimneys with fully lit fires and golfed at the bottom, and we said, get down there and clean this goddamn chimney, and maybe, if you're lucky, we'll take you to McDonald's afterwards so you can really experience America. Oh, who the hell's knocking on the door? I'm doing the show. I'm pretty sure it's the authorities, man. You're getting locked up. You've been deemed insane. (laughs) You've been deemed insane. You're going to be locked up for the rest of time. Fuck me. Hold him off, Jessica. I've got to eat this corn dog platter before I can let him take me away. He's in here, boys. If you're listening to this anywhere overseas, I apologize. This is proof the American experience does not need to be exported. See you next Tuesday. Bye. Well, we now have politicians genuinely supporting Russia out here. I'm not going to name names, but one of them is an ex-football coach named Tommy Tuberville. Fucking idiot. We've got people genuinely supporting Russia. I've been doing it for two years. Where have you been? Seriously, though, you joke about something long enough and uh, it becomes real life. Yeah, he's in here, boys. Come on in. Fuck, John. You're not taking me without a fight, goddammit. Take his clothes off, boys. Drag him out. Drag him out naked. Why? Be the next Tucker fucking Carlson or Rush Limbaugh, John. I think you could. I'm not going without a fight. Why do they have to drag me out naked, Jessica? Well, they can't fit the straight jacket on over your clothes. I have to be putting the straight jacket? Fuck me. You could. Well, they're dragging him out now. Jessica, eat my corn dogs. Don't let him go to waste. Tell my story. And there he goes. He's off for a 72 hour involuntary psychiatric hold. Oh, wait, he's coming back. I need some pure Russian rainwater, Jessica. I'm not going to the institution without it. Where is it? Now, here's a few bottles. Good luck, smuggle little man. I don't know if you're going to fit those in your ass or not. Good luck. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nope, 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 nope. What?
Why am I asking these questions? You are no better. I've had it. Jason, you should be a man instead of whiny little boy. Call me a whore. You call me a bitch. You sit on the damn chat line. You come into my bedroom when I'm asleep. Wake me up for a piece of ass. And as for Big Bird, you need to go back to Sesame Street, buddy. IcanComplain.com is the home of this program. We're found everywhere that you find podcasts and even some places where you can't. He's running back in here. Give me that microphone, Jessica. This is my show. You've been deemed mentally incompetent. I've been mentally incompetent since the beginning. (laughs) You ever tried dunking the corn dogs in the pure Russian rainwater? Have I ever tried it? Delicious. Are you kidding me? Do I love you? We just met a couple of minutes ago. For all I know, you might be a pot-smoking, jaded, wild-eyed, radical dropout. I am a pot-smoking, jaded, wild-eyed, radical dropout. I love you.